It's another episode of the Gills Talk podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope you are all well. My name is Kristen Kibblehouse. I am your host. And today we have Gills Club scholar, Rachel Lewis. We are going to learn about Rachel's class at Shoals Marine Lab, which she got to partake in with our Gills Club co-founder, Dr. Heather Marshall, and one of our Gills Club scientists, Maggie Winchester, as well. We're going to hear about some of her challenges throughout her college experience so far and some of her very wise advice already along the way. So let's get right into our interview with Rachel Lewis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Gills Talk. Today, we have something a little bit different for you all. Um, We actually have our Gills Club scholar, Rachel Lewis, on today. So welcome, Rachel, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we're so happy to have you. So how about we just kind of like kick it off about the Gills Club scholarship and how everything was going on at Shoals Marine Lab. So how did you really find out about the scholarship? So I've actually been to Shoals a couple of times previous to this chart class, and I'm on email lists, stuff like that. And I got an email from someone saying, this scholarship is still available. Like it's happening this summer. So I sent out an application because I was working on all my scholarship applications in that like early spring timeline. And Mm -hmm. I happened to be the very lucky recipient. Amazing. So then if you want to describe a little bit for maybe our listeners that do not know what that class is all about. And it is that biology of sharks class, but just describe like what you did throughout your time there. So it's like a two week class on Appledore Island. So Shoals Marine Lab is on this island. And as a student, you stay out there 24 seven, you're in a dorm with your classmates and the day starts bright and early. You get breakfast with everybody. And then based on what your teachers wanna do for like sharks, we normally had like lectures in the morning and then we do lab activities in the afternoon or little projects talking about different aspects of shark biology and physiology, anatomy, conservation. And then also activities like art pieces that have to do with sharks and ourselves. There's an artist in residence during your course at Shoals. So you get to work with them and they're working with you. It's really fun. And it's also a lot of field work. So you're going out and you're kind of like getting an experience of what it would be to do shark research. So those are big shark fishing days where we wake up at 4 a.m. and we're out on the water from five to five all day. Sounds like such a great course. So I want to hear about this artist in residence first because that sounds super interesting. So then how did the class and collaborate with this artist? Yeah, so to my understanding, they have multiple artists throughout the summer and they tend to coincide with when the two week courses start. So the artist came over on the boat with us for our two weeks and our artist happened to be Ashley Eliza Williams and she was super duper cool. And she was really interested in like ecology and interspecies communication and how we as scientists and students of science interact with language and the world around us. So we did a couple of different things connecting color to like emotions and experiences in nature. And then our little project was painting a core sample of ourselves, which was like you draw a rectangle on paper and it was a little watercolor project and you used that skill you gained with assigning color to an emotion that's like unique to you and you drew a core sample of your life. And the idea was that it would kind of be telling a story about how you ended up where you are like in science at Shoals. 
that's actually really cool. I, I like that little core sample activity. That sounds yeah. really fun. I'd love to do it again at like different points in my life, see how my core samples change. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool to see just how it goes, just like what a core sample is. If anyone doesn't know what a core sample is, that is listening. It's literally what it sounds like. You take a core sample, it's a cylinder that gets put into the ground, and then you take it out and you get to see all the layers of like dirt, sand, or rock that is formed throughout the millions of years in that area. So very cool. I like that. But then I want to get into your shark research days, because that always seems to be the highlight of this biology of sharks course. So talk all about it. You said it's like, it's like a five to five day. So it's a super long day, but you're catching sharks. You're being able to sample them. So you want to go through that pro process. Yeah. So we wake up at 4 a.m., get dressed, and then we go to PK, which is one of the like lab buildings on Appledore. We grab all of our gear, we haul it down to the dock, get everything on the boat, and then everybody's on the boat by five, if all goes according to plan. You take off right before sunrise, not sunset. <laughs> <laughs> and for the most part, everybody sleeps for a couple hours. As we head out, we go like maybe 10 miles offshore, depending to like various places. Our shark captain, Steve, is super duper smart, knows all about where to go to catch the sharks. And we go to various spots in the Gulf of Maine where like the temperature changes a lot or there's interesting bathymetry, like interesting structures on the bottom of the floor where prey might get like pushed together and a shark might have an easier time hunting. So that's where we go. And then we get there, we stop the boat, we drift and we take the chum that we spent days catching mackerel for and we drop it in and that creates a chum slick as we're drifting so all those yummy smells and oils and fish guts float through the water they like rise they sink they go everywhere hopefully in order to catch the attention of a shark comes over to our chum slick tries to see what's going on and we have a hook in the water with some bait on it and it sees oh there's some fish here i smell fish maybe this is what i want to eat Hopefully it bites on, hopefully we catch it. And then we bring it over to the shark cradle on the boat, haul the shark up and we do our workups. So for the workups we were able to do, we caught a blue shark and a little baby mako shark on our first fishing day. And we did things like take measurements of length and girth. We did a fin clip to do DNA samples. Our TA, Liz, was starting a little microbiome project. So they took some microbiome biome samples from various parts of the shark and then you do all the things to keep the shark safe like have water going through its gills all the time towel over the head students help out by doing things like handing supplies or like i did some of the measuring with the help of dr marshall and then the shark goes away and we try it all again <laughs> amazing so Definitely being able, um, I know we talked about this in Dr. Marshall's podcast a few weeks ago and talking about how it is this orchestrated dance almost when having that shark up on the, the vessel as someone is, you know, preparing to put the hose in, someone's putting the towel over like you, you're doing me measurements as other people are applying tags or doing other types of samples and things. So is that something that... Uh, if you haven't worked with sharks before this course, like was that like a new like learning experience for you? Oh, it definitely was a new learning experience for me. And I think for most of the people who are in the class, 
but Heather and Maggie and Liz did a great job of preparing us for it. We had a lot of talks about what it's like when a shark is on board, how you have to just be listening to everything, how you have to repeat back what people say to you so everybody's on the same page. And it just turns into very much an organized chaos, but gets the job done. Mm-hmm. That, that I like that. Yeah, shark, shark research is an organized chaos <laughs> for sure. But we're working with Dr. Heather Marshall, who is a Gills Club co-founder, and then as well as Maggie Winchester, who's one of our Gills Club scientists, how was it being able to learn with them and being able to hear you know, what they do and, and their research over your course? It was wonderful. They are definitely amazing scientists and teachers. It's wonderful to learn from people who are both. They did a really good job of telling us what it's been like for them and also giving us ideas for how we can make our own paths in science and showing us how there's really no one set way to become a marine scientist or a shark scientist or an educator. There's so many different things you can do in so many different ways to get there. And I'm really grateful that I got to learn from them at this point in my career because I'm going into my senior year at UNH trying to figure out what I want to do. And they were really helpful in guiding, not necessarily exactly what I'm going to do, but helping me figure out how I want to approach my future. Mm -hmm. So going into, let's talk about your college career. So you're going into your senior year at UNH and you said trying to navigate what you want to do. Do you kind of have an idea of what you want to do with with your next steps? And if you don't, don't. Completely okay. But Mm -hmm. just wanted to know. So my time at UNH, I've definitely done a lot of different things in marine science, trying to figure out what I want to do after. I've spent a little bit over a year working in the UNH phytoplankton lab with Dr. Liz Harvey, which is super cool and has taught me a lot about parts of the ocean that I never thought about before, but I'm not sure it's what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. So I took these classes at Shoals. I've taken field ornithology. Again, birds are cool. I love them. I don't think it's what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's also (laughs) really important information to know. I took marine mammal biology, and I really loved the way that mammals interact with so many different parts of ocean ecosystems, especially going back and forth between land and water. And then I took this shark course. And I think I definitely want to do something intersecting with conservation and education. But I also just love research. Like we're all little scientists at heart. It's just so fun to learn things. So I think right now I'm talking with someone about possibly doing my honors undergraduate thesis on marine bioacoustics, analyzing marine bioacoustics data, because I've done some little lab activities that really interest me. So I want to look more into it while I have the opportunity and we'll see where we go from there. But the one thing I've learned in my time at UNH is that Shoals Marine Lab really has my heart. And I'm going to keep trying to go back, which is actually why I ended up with this job that I told you about a little earlier. Maggie, I was talking with Maggie about possibly applying to be a TA and coming back to Shoals in a different capacity and figuring out if education is really something I want to pursue. And she was like, well, if you're going to apply for the high school sharks class TA next year, I know they don't have one this year. Why don't you go talk to Dave? Because we were all on a mackerel boat. So Maggie helped facilitate that. And both Dr. Marshall and Maggie and Liz, all three of them, 
helped me get a job so I can head back and we'll see if that is where my future takes me. That's amazing. Look at you already using your connections <laughs> to help you out with your future. Well, I hope that your new job is going to give you all the experiences that you want. And I hope that it is a positive experience. It sounds like it will be just from what your enthusiasm sounds like so far. But when you being in school and for maybe that we have listeners that are in the same boat as you, they might be heading into their senior year in, in college or maybe it's their senior year in, in high school or somewhere within between. So I'm sure just like how most of us are facing challenges in college, in, in our college career, what do you see in um, in your time of you? with these types of, of challenges, if it is like a school life balance, is it finding these opportunities during the, the summer? Now you were saying that you were finding your emails for, for scholarships. I think the biggest thing for me as a student was constantly feeling like I was never doing enough. And that intersects with those things you mentioned, like work-life balance and finding opportunities like you just, you find so many cool opportunities and you want to do them all, but doing them all is a surefire way to cut off your wings before you ever take off. Like, and figuring out which opportunities I really want to go for. And if I'm actually doing enough, like, do I need another job? Do I need another extracurricular? Should I be adding on this extra class? And it's hard because as a student in college, you really do want to take advantage of every opportunity you have because you never know where it's going to lead, but you also need to take care of yourself and reminding myself that I am doing enough and there is time and I don't have to be perfect the first time I try something and all those very important things. Um, that was, has been a big challenge for me as a student. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a challenge for anyone that is in school or even out of school. I mean, I have hard time saying no to things <laughs> just in my day in my day-to-day -day life and with work. So, I think that is a challenge that we all face at multiple points throughout our our lives, but it's great to see that you are already like recognizing that already. It's nice to recognize it earlier in your career than later when you are burned out and you're like, "Ah, <laughs> I don't know what 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 to do." But it's great to see that you're already recognizing that. But throughout your time, if it um, if it was at Shoals, maybe you already got to research or see a shark that you want to see. I heard that you know you were you're sampling you're sampling that blue shark and then that juvenile mako shark. But is there any other shark shark species now that's maybe like sparked your interest of wanting to study or see through this course? Well, I do have to say, I had not seen a lot of sharks outside of an aquarium. In fact, I'd seen none um, prior to this course. But if I had to choose one that I would really love to see and work with, I'd love to see a great white in person. They're just, they're so infamous around here. And I feel like there's got to be a reason. Like, I want to see one. I want to work with them. And a fun little tidbit is actually that we may have seen a great white while we were out shark fishing right after we caught this juvenile mako but only three people saw it because the rest of us were working up this juvenile mako so just barely missed it but i'd really love to get out there see a white shark and just try to figure out for myself why they have this rep in this story in this like ominous aura about them you know 
Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, there is there's something about it. Like um, before I was able to see my first white shark up here, um, I was very much the same way trying to figure out like, okay, like, is it going to give me that feeling that everyone else describes or that everyone thinks because they have like this infamous, you know, like reputation about them? Like, am I going to feel scared? Am I going to feel almost like set in awe, which I was set in awe. I cried the first time I saw my white shark. <laughs> I did. I cried. I was like underneath my sunglasses behind the research boat. I was an intern at that point in time. And I was just back, back there. I was like, do you see it? I was like, yeah. And I was like wiping tears behind so no one can see me crying. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it, it was just, I was just too excited for it. But then um, seeing that you've done a lot of things around oceans you said you you were looking at at birds offshore um, or inshore and looking at plankton and how you did the sharks course like how did your interest in oceans spark have you always just been like an ocean lover since day one I think so yeah you know my family vacation was always we get everyone from my close family and we go to a beach for a week. And so some of those core memories for me and like my happiest childhood memories are just the ocean is there. Like that's what I associate it with. And so for the longest time, people would be like, Rachel, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know, but it's going to have to be near the ocean. So <laughs> I ended up in marine biology and I just kind of followed that path ever since because it's something that interests me and I'm passionate about and I just love learning about it and talking about it and being in it, you know? Oh, absolutely. I think that's great that you were, you know, you already kind of had that seed planted when you were younger yeah, yeah. and you're just letting it bloom and being able to have all these amazing experiences so far. But looking back at your time, um, your course just ended a few days ago. So is there something that was like your favorite part of the course? I know that's probably a hard question to answer, but is there something that like topped everything else? You know, it's going to sound silly. But I think the thing that will stick with me from this course, like a close second is working up the sharks and being on the boats and doing the dissections. Like that was really, really cool. And I really enjoyed it. But first place has got to be, we had a couple of half fishing days where we were catching bait fish. And on our second one, it was just like rainy, like miserable. And we were going out there. And the second we put down our lines, because we were catching mackerel to, mackerel, mackerel to make chum with, the fish started biting. And you bring them all up. And there's fish flopping all over the deck. And everybody's laughing. And we're all covered in fish scales and trying to get things done. And it was just, I felt a lot of the scientist camaraderie and just the fun that you feel as like a kid in science without all the stress of having to write grant proposals and worry about money and where you're gonna go next and where you're gonna live and how you're gonna get to do the thing you get like love to do. And I think I'm gonna be chasing that feeling for a long time. I think that's such a nice little core memory to have. Yeah. I think that goes with your little course that you made earlier too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think um, this has been great being able to talk to you today and being able to hear more about you and your course and being able to hear what you want to do with your future. Is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap up today? If I were listening to this, I just want to hear that 
all these cool experiences are out there and they're for anybody to take and anybody can do them. I think a lot of the time I feel like, oh, that's such a cool opportunity, but like, I'm not going to try and go for it because they wouldn't want someone like me. And I promise you, they want someone like you. So I think that's what I want to end this with on my part. I think that's a great thing to note that yes, don't do not think that they do not want you. They want someone like you, of course. So I think that's a really great thing to end on. So thank you again, Rachel, for spending time and being able to have us all hear about what your amazing Gills Club scholarship experience was. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that I had this opportunity and I got to learn about the Gills Club and this podcast. I listened to every episode already. Thank you. And that I got to learn about sharks is something I never got to learn about before. Amazing. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Gills Talk podcast. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And as always, remember to stay curious, stay inspired, and always learn. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone.